guess we can go ahead because the next episode is no longer. Um, it's uh, in episode three. It's called <coughs> I Hope I Can Evolve 2. Or translated from Japanese, I Want to Evolve 2 right now. And that is what the episode is called. And I think we can kind of just dive on into it. Are you ready? I absolutely am. Yep. This episode is only 10 minutes. It's 14 minutes long total, but it's only 10 minutes long uh, for the episode length that we're going over. So we start this episode off with a hoppet um, coming through the the grass and and it it floats onto the beach and hoppet then evolves into a skip loom and skip loom um just goes and um gets ready to flutter away but right as it's about to flutter away we get the alarm clock of haru going off at 6 30 in the morning and haru goes um what's that Sorry to sorry to uh, stop you in mid thought. Before we moved on, I wanted to ask, how did you like th- the way they dealt with evolution here? I really did like it. That that was a really cool thing. They they made a nice little bright light, which obviously came in post. So it looks like what they did was they basically just um, shined like an animation light and made it so bright and white. And then their skip loom. So I, I think you kind of had to do the evolution that way because I don't think you can really capture the way evolution is supposed to be um, just doing it the other way. Very, very true. But I, I was very impressed as well. Yes. Um, and I also, I mean, I also like the look of, of um, Skip Loom as well. So that helps. I know. It just looks like a nice little plushie. You just want to just go and just cuddle. Just put it right on my shelf. Just stay right there and look cute. <clears throat> so, yeah. <laughs> so Haru um, is waking up and she's like, oh, I got to get up. I got to get up. Oh, I got to wake up, but make a fun, get into my suit, eat some breakfast and check my messages. Wait, no, I don't. Is it really true? My commute from door to door is only seconds. Plus, I can wear whatever. No heels necessary. And no email to check in the morning. <sighs> and Psyduck is like, girl, I'm still asleep. <laughs> he, he just looks over at her and it's like, I don't want to get up. And um, I do I like. I got to worry about that. I do like the animation of what they did right here. So again, they 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 worked on the water. Um, so they made hot cocoa, and the way they made the hot cocoa is it looks like she already had the mix inside of her um, of her mug, and then she poured in some hot water, which looked amazing, by the way. And then they she uh-huh. just she just filled it up, and she has a nice little stirrer right there um, to stir her hot chocolate. And she's like, time to get up, sleepyhead. And she walks over to Psyduck, and Psyduck is like, girl, I'm on vacation. (laughs) 
And she's like, it's strange, isn't it? The moment you realize you can stay in bed, you just get up real early. And Psyduck is like, speak for yourself. <laughs> and Psyduck, like, I've never had that feeling a moment in my life. What are, you, what are we doing here? And she opens her side door. <sighs> and she looks out into the sun. Psyduck is looking up and is like, man, I want to go back to sleep. And then she's like, she looks off into the distance and she's breathing in the nice fresh air of the morning and this i wanted to do this part of the scene and i'm gonna give it over to you because i thought it was so freaking cool but she's on a bike um with Sida. or no she's on the scooter with Psyduck, and Psyduck is in the in the basket and mm -hmm. the ground's not regular ground so you could tell that there's like little inter intermediate bumps and over every single bump you just hear Psyduck go it's like yeah 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 <laughs> as, she, as she's just motoring along on this scooter it's so freaking cool <laughs> and she's like I, yes. wonder, I wonder which pokemon i'm going to meet today oh, it's so nice outside i wonder which pokemon we'll meet today market what are you looking at Oh. Alyssa, just doing some morning rock climbing, I guess. Kind of focus in on Alyssa, and she's, you know, she's putting in work. She's going up. And um, then we see what she's going after. Um, <laughs> because that same, <laughs> that same graveler from the beginning of the last episode that was... Um, you know, lifting um, melodic or whatever it was doing, fighting yoga, whatever. Metagross. Metagross. I'm sorry, I said melodic. <laughs> um, very different Pokemon. Um, and it's sitting up on a, a on a peak, and it's kind of pouting. And and you hit the nail on the head because we find out that it's time. For this Graveler's trainer and, and Graveler to go home. And Graveler is like the little kid at camp that doesn't want to leave. Which I never understood because I always wanted to get the hell out. Um, were you a camper when you were little? One time, never again. <laughs> Don't count your chickens too, too, too soon because I might be inviting you this upcoming year. That's nice. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Graveler's like, nope. If I don't, if I don't see, if I don't talk to you, I don't have to go. And, um, and you know, Alyssa's like, listen, you, you know, you're supposed to go home. You know, your trainer's waiting. And Graveler's like, nope. Mm -mm, I don't see you. And, um. Alyssa's like, now, you know, you're being selfish and you're and all you're doing is making trouble for your trainer. You know, and you know, Alyssa's like, you can always come back. You know, we're not going anywhere. We'll be here next year. And Graveler's kind of like, well, I don't mean to cause trouble. And then um, the next thing we see is Graveler jumping down with Alyssa on top of him. 
and you know it's a big it's a thud and graveler um and he's like all right mudkip uh take graveler <clears throat> to the pier to meet his trainer and, and mudkip's like come on buddy it's this way and graveler's like i know you don't have to freaking and i know where i gotta go home and um you know freaking haru's like mega impressed and she's like you know that was awesome you were up there and you know you're climbing the rocks and um and Alyssa's kind of like well you know i've been doing it since junior high you know it's no big thing so Alyssa, you're also a rock climber i did it when i was in junior high but it's pretty dangerous so maybe don't try it Fair enough, but the number of things you can do is amazing. All I'm ever good at is doing things wrong. Hmm. Instead of focusing on the bad, a better idea is to figure out what you're good at. Pidgeot is way faster in the air than on the ground. Graveler picks up more speed rolling than walking. People in Pokemon are the same like that. Oh. Hmm? What's that? Did we have a skip bloom staying with us? Ah, it's like Hoppip evolved yesterday. His trainer mentioned it might be happening soon. Nice. I want to evolve too, right now. <laughs> she just kind of has a look on her face like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> and we go straight from that scene to um, Haru just sitting on the side of, um, I would say kind of like a, like a little deck um over the water and Psyduck is kind of backstroking it in in the water and there's a couple Magikarp and she's over here feeding the Magikarp some nice little Magikarp food and the Magikarp are like oh this is good yeah good 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 and and Haru is like man you're water type Pokemon aren't you Psyduck and that makes you a good swimmer Inside, like it's just like, yep, sigh, sigh, sigh. And then we see one um, Magikarp with a nice little pink star on its back, and it has a floater on it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's so cute. She's like, but a pool float? Even if you're a Magikarp? And this is when Tyler comes over, and he's like, yep, that Magikarp is, is, is a regular who's been coming here for like ever. He's like, it doesn't like swimming very well. <laughs> <laughs> so we just loan it a floating. But even though it can't swim, it's still having fun in the water. A, a, a Magikarp that can't swim, Doug. Yeah, a Magikarp that can't swim. <laughs> kind of like James's Magikarp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they're related. <laughs> I mean, you would almost think they would have to be from the same gene line for real and um tyler's like instead of finding something you're good at he's like try finding something that you think is really fun and haru's like man you know what that makes a lot of sense he's like still you might um that might make you turn out just like me and he's like, ha, 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 ha. And we get like a black and white um, close up of Haru's face. She's like, You mean refreshing, but completely free of humility? This is when Pampor comes over 
and just pushes Psyduck straight into the water. And um, Psyduck's like, oh, no, 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 no. You you just messed up my vibe. <laughs> and, and it starts making Magikarp, the Magikarp that can't swim with the floaty, start um, floating into the air. And she's like, oh, no. Oh, no. The psychic <laughs> stuff. And Wingle comes right up and just takes the um, floater right off of Magikarp. And Magikarp is looking up and is like, oh, man, that was my floaty. <laughs> and and it starts to cry because it can't swim. And she's like, I'll go. Haru's like, I'll go get your floaty back. Take care, Tyler. Bye. And then Tyler's like flopping around with the Magikarp in his arms. And Psyduck and Haru are just looking around. And that's when they notice Dragonite. And I'm going to hand this part on over to you, brother. I have a quick question. What's up? About about the health and welfare of that poor Magikarp. <laughs> What's up? So, we've established that it can't swim without the floaty, right? Yes. I'm fine with that. So, it got blown out of the water by the psychic attack, right? Yes. Because And Wingal took the floaty. Yes. So, Haru caught Magikarp. And handed it over to Tyler, who, as far as we're concerned, never put it back in the water. So I understand Magikarp can't swim, but it also can't breathe either. <laughs> you're, you're right. But as we found, find out later, he must have just put it back in the most shallowest part of the water that it could be. Right. <laughs> but, I was but I was concerned that that didn't happen right away. Like... <laughs> You know, what are we dealing with? Like a one Mississippi kind of situation? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, Ty Tyler probably had it in his arms, and Magikarp is like, Magikarp, Garp, Garp. And, and Tyler's like, oh, man, you're turning blue, Magikarp. And went to go find us some, <laughs> find us some water. <laughs> you're not a, you're not a Gyarados yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> like, like, bitch, I'm dying. Like... <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Word I can't say on the podcast. Help me. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, so yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because that that's been bothering me ever since I watched the, the episode a while back. And I was like, I'm going to make a note of this because they might have just killed this magic card. <laughs> they might have. But the, um, but we don't kill Pokemon in Pokemon episodes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Especially not on Concierge, where nothing happens. For real. Um, so Haru and Psyduck go running off and uh, trying to, you know, keep track of this Wingull. Yes. And that's when they see um, Dragonite. Dragonite. And it looks like it just got back from giving a ride to a Bellsprout. Yep. And um, they, there's nothing really even said because the next scene is Alyssa, Alyssa, is Haru and um, Psyduck. Psyduck gliding through the clouds on this Dragonite. Just having a gay old time. 
Well, uh, Haru's having a good time. Psyduck is hanging on for its poor life. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and you know they're they're up there looking for this poor Wingo with the floaty, and you know Haru's like Psyduck, isn't this cool? And Psyduck's like, I'm going to die. I'm a I'm a water Pokemon. I don't belong up this high. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> Psyduck's like, if I don't open my eyes, this isn't really happening. And you know, we get a nice shot of them flying over this water, and you know, Dragonite's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm being Dragonite. I'm having the time of my life, and Haru has really grown, <clears throat> grown a set. I mean, because she's just freeballing on this Dragonite without even a care in the world. Which I think is funny because she's talking about, oh, you ain't gonna catch me rock climbing. I know. <laughs> she's not she doesn't even there's not even like a saddle or reins or anything. She's just up there just holding on to this Dragonite's neck and that's it. <laughs> and and then they spot the Wingull and Wingle is just minding his own business, not trying to get rid of the floaty, just like, oh, you know, I, I have a floaty now. <laughs> it's my floaty. And um, Psyduck kind of takes a peek of the situation out of one eye and is like, if I get the floaty myself, I'll be a hero. We can get down, we can get down on the ground quicker and I won't die. And <laughs> So, it uses what Haru taught him, or it. Did they, Have they ever said he or she? No, I'm guessing it's a he. I'm going to guess it's a he as well, and if I'm wrong, I'll correct myself in episode four. <laughs> um, uh, he uses what Haru taught him at the end of episode uh, two, and uses a little bit of its psychic power to get the floaty off of Wingull and brings it closer and closer and closer and then all of a sudden it just starts to fall and Dragonite's not like not on my watch and just goes, you know, nose diving down and Psyduck's like, This is it, this is hell, I'm I'm dead. And we see a, a sleeping Snorlax which is going to become uh, relevant in a minute because they land on a beach and they see a... Let's see, there's a diglet, a seal, and... Didi, ah, the antenna Pokemon. Yeah, I could see like what looks like a, um, a plug. Looks like uh, that's... Is it supposed to be a plug on its tail? Um, not kinda, not 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 really the, like it. not really the plug, but the the antennas are coming out of um like the sparks on the side. It's an electric, uh, fairy Pokemon. So oh, I oh I see it. It's it, the the whiskers are antennas. Yes. Okay. Okay. And it's a well, gen- there again. That's generation six Pokemon. So a little a little okay. a, a little past your your time little past my sweet spot. Yes. 
Okay. That looks cool. Uh, once again, another Pokemon I wouldn't mind having on my desk. <laughs> I know. They they, um, they, make, they make all the mouse Pokemon so so cute. My favorite is Meryl. I love Meryl. Oh, for real? Just get it bouncing on its tail and shit? I know. <laughs> um, so, Diglett, uh, Seal, and Dadeen are playing like... Um, like a volleyball type situation with this little floaty and you know uh diglett can kind of go between holes which is kind of neat and we get a close <clears throat> pardon me we get a close-up on dadeen so we can see see it in more detail um and um diglett kind of pops up um under the dadeen and kind of launches it and then the Dean lands on the floaty and kind of rides it over to Snorlax and hops on top of Snorlax and Snorlax, you know, is kind of, you know, dead to the world and it just unfortunately rolls over on the floaty. Well, and, and I, I just want to point out um, something that you'll probably appreciate too. As Snorlax is rolling over, um, um, Dedean is running on Snorlax as if it was a a uh, one of those like wheel circles. A as he's as yeah, he's I'm, turning. I mean, this shit was straight out of like some Indiana Jones shit. I know. I mean, <laughs> Dedean was in its own little thrill ride, just without even just was minding its own business on a beach. And now all of a sudden it's on this friggin' wild ride <laughs> and, you know, didn't even move, but maybe two feet. I know. And we then are transported to nighttime, yes. which is kind of similar to how we ended last episode. And, um, <clears throat> It looks like uh, Haru and Psyduck are making camp for the night. And there's Lampet. And, and they are being assisted by a Lampet. We get a little bit of explanation out of nowhere. That's not a word. No, it's not, but just roll with it. Ex exposition. Exposition. <laughs> okay. People are yelling at their people are yelling at their phones. Anyway. Half of them are correcting me. Half of them are saying, just finish the episode. You're so close. Shut up, all of you. <laughs> um, Haru says, I guess for Psyduck's benefit, and I guess for the viewer's benefit as well. The concierges all take turns staying the night in the forest area. Apparently, every now and then, a wild Pokemon will get rambunctious. Huh? It's all right. That doesn't seem to be happening tonight. Huh? Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to say to Magikarp. It'll be so disappointed. Right. I'll do what I can to fix it. After all, it's going to be a long night. Psyduck's like, yeah, well, what are we supposed to do about this? And he holds up the... the poor popped floaty. 
And Haru's like, oh, you had to remind me, didn't you? And she's like, I don't know. But we can't, we can't just give it back to Magikarp. He'll be so disappointed. And they decide to make it all pretty. Right. And she's like, I can fix it. And he's got like art supplies and bandages and push pin or uh, uh, safety pins. And it, and it's, it's all inflated for like a second. Right. And then she hugs it. And then it goes. (laughs) And. You know, Haru's sitting there like a mother. And then Psyduck and and Lampic come over with, you know, flowers from around the area. And Haru's like, well, these won't fix the holes, but we can make it look good. We then we cut and we see the um, the finished product. And she's like, I wonder if Magikarp will like uh, this fabulous bouquet. And we can see that Psyduck is done for the day. I mean, he's had he's had about enough experience for a lifetime. And um, we hear um, a commotion off in the distance. And they go over to the cliffside. And they see a Magikarp in the water and it's glowing. And uh, we um, we zoom in close, and we see that it's it's the Magikarp, you know, Mister Floaty Magikarp. And it goes into the water. The glow intensifies, and then when it comes back out, it's become a Gyarados. And Psyduck's eyes grow big, and like, holy shit, and. And um I wanna evolve too. comes comes face to face with them and Haru is so shocked she drops the um the bouquet. She's like, it's a Gyarados. And um and then it, it turns and they get a look at the star and they're like, Could it be? And and Sido's like, give it the present, give it the present. And he, she goes, here's your floaty. And Gyarados is like, ah, oh, floaty schmoty. And it friggin' literally shoots up a waterfall. And uh, Haru's like, I don't think you're going to need a floaty. And you can work real hard every day and then suddenly evolve all at once. It's cool, huh? Time for bed. Maybe I can evolve into Gyarados, too. Uh, metaphorically speaking. You know, we're back in the... in the resort area, and... we see that Bulbasaur and Eevee and... Trubbish? Yep. And a Wooper. Are are using... And, oh, I forgot about Wooper. Shame on me. <laughs> um, they're using the bouquet to play, and um, you know, Whoopers, you know, kind of being like, "I'm a Whooper, I'm a Whooper," and we see Psyduck and Haru are working together, 
to make more of them for everybody you know so that so that all the pokemon can play and Alyssa comes over and she's like it looks like it, you found your talent and you know they look and they see that the the crowd of pokemon that that want their own like decorative floaties is growing and she's like you know oh boy and that's the end of the episode yep so how did you like it oh she uh she, uh it's like she, i knew she had a decent list she's like it looks like i got some work to do and then fades out um this was my favorite episode so far now keep in mind i haven't seen episode four okay but this was this was easily my favorite i i liked how they handled evolution um i liked the dragonite flying sequence that was really cool so yeah so i'm just the animation in this episode was just like on par like they did a really 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 good job which is probably why this this was getting as much recognition as it was because it's just they did such a good job and even people that don't like pokemon can get into to this four episode uh mix well and that's just it it's so it's so pleasant to look at and there's and the episodes are so bite-sized yeah it's just so easy I mean, we literally just put two and three together because that's the only way we could have justified making it, making, you know, a full episode out of it. So, so yeah, I'm just hoping as somebody who hasn't seen episode four yet, I'm just hoping they can land the plane. And I think, I, I, I think you're not going to be disappointed, bro. So. I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that because I've been really enjoying this. So, all right. Well, um, what would you give episode two and then episode three on your um, scale of five stars, Doug? Well, let's see. Episode two, I think I would have to give probably like a two and a half. Okay. Uh, to me, it was like the slowest so far because, you know, you didn't have the excuse of you know, establishing the characters. And I mean, yeah, you had the, the chase, you know, of Haru trying to track down Psyduck, but like, once, you know, she kind of got Psyduck kind of calmed down and on her side, it's like, well, now what? And, but then like, they had the bonding moment at the at the very end of episode two and then episode three you just got a whole pretty much as soon as 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 soon as they stepped out of her bungalow or or her room or whatever and as soon as they saw uh as soon as they ran into mudkip and Alyssa, it was pretty much like action because you know um, you know they, they they find the magic carp that can't swim, and then you know Panpour tries to drown 
Psyduck, and then <laughs> Psyduck uses its psychic powers, and you know, we're off to the races. And, you know, two cool evolutions, and you know, yeah, I mean, it was there was it was just the episode with the most going on. Yeah. So yeah, um, I would say episode three was probably. I'll be as bold as to say a four. Oh, you, you get it. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll take a swing. There you go. So, so that means episode four has a lot to live up to. It does, and I'm I'm hoping that your assessment is correct. So I'm I'm excited to find out myself. Yeah, well, we kind of like the same thing, so we'll we'll see. We'll see next week when we return for episode four. Yeah. So, all right. Well, do you have anything else to add? I don't think I do. I'm just I'm happy to be back in in the world of the concierge. I'm happy that you're feeling better. Yes. So, okay. Well, that being said, well then, go ahead and give your goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Professor Chris G telling all of you, I promise. We'll be back next week with episode four. Have a good night and we'll see you next week.